Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. It's time for Caveman Corner, presented by Midland Engineering Company on Michiana's Sports Leader, 96.1 FM, WSBT. We're talking all things Mishawaka Caveman Athletics. And now, the hosts of Caveman Corner, Sean Styers and Dean Huppert. Glad to have you with us for another Monday of Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. We're presented by Monterey Mexican Grill. Open seven days a week with daily specials, including breakfast, get authentic Mexican, serve fresh daily, or catered at your next get-together. Get to McKinley and Division in Mishawaka or online at MontereyMexican.com. Monterey Mexican Grill, it's what you want. Our participating sponsors, Mendlin Engineering Company, completing their first century of quality roofing experience. Food Bank of Northern Indiana, uh, donate now, volunteer, advocate, and educate. Industrial Door of Northern Indiana, dedicated to providing the best in garage doors. Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, call 287-1152. Kurt Outdoor Living, transform your yard into an outdoor living dream. (laughs) Mishawaka Barnaby, still located on the corner of Grape and Edison. Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future. And Remax 100. Call 255-5858. Got a couple guests with us tonight, and of course, joined by Mishawaka Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. How are you tonight, Dean? Hey, I'm doing great. We're just coming off fall break, so everybody should be nice and rested, you know? That's right. That's exactly right. We've got cross-country junior runner Ryan Hoopengarner, who's going to be joining us at about 7.20 tonight. And with us right now is first-year girls basketball coach, Chad Blasco, how are you tonight, Coach? I'm great. Just uh, got home, just got to see my kids, got to see my wife, but just got done with practice. Yeah, and uh, we were just talking before we started. Uh, your season, you've got a scrimmage this weekend. You've got your first game next week. And, of course, this is your first season as a head coach of this Mishawaka girls basketball team. So how have things gone for you these first couple weeks of practice? I'll tell you what, it's been, it's been great. Uh, the, the group of girls that I have are – tremendous. I asked for a couple of simple things of attitude and effort and being coachable and they can accomplish those things on a daily basis. They come in with great attitudes and they know that we have a lot of work to do and uh, they give me their time and their effort and their uh, awareness of what we're trying to, to accomplish. And they've been great. Has it been, of course you were a boys basketball assistant prior to this. Has it been any different just coaching girls as, as opposed to predominantly coaching the boys? Uh, I don't think it's really that much different. I mean, you're still doing the same thing as, as a coach. You're still trying to reach the kids in whatever manner that can, can be. Same thing as long as like with being a teacher, you're trying to find your different avenues of reaching these kids. Uh, as far as being a coach, though, you're, you're still trying to find the way to open those doors in their brains and help them learn and help them get better. Um, but also, I guess maybe even in a sense, it is a slightly different for the fact of girls are um, maybe not as uh, as aggressive in a sense sometimes with their attitudes. Um, 
I'd sit there and try to tell them that, to increase their intensity and things like that within our practices and just trying to get them to try even harder than what they are. I know last year you stepped away from the boys game and, and we thought you were stepping away from coaching for a while and you actually went to the middle school and helped us out and, and filled a role there. And that was with the girls program. Tell me what you learned about that and maybe how that led you to this next step. Oh, last year, trying something new, trying a new avenue of my, uh, my coaching career of training some girls basketball. I uh, helped out Sarah to last year and she needed an eighth grade coach and uh, stepped in those shoes and, once again, trying to be open-minded going into it and trying to accomplish some things and being a coach or something new. Uh, and those girls blew, blew me away. Uh, it was awesome. They had great effort, great attitude. And it was also helped me as a coach to try to try to different, um, differentiate my methods of coaching. Um, and it made me even try to see the different sides of coaching, different sides of uh, the sport itself. So once again, I was always used to just coaching just boys and which once again, it was different to coach girls. Yeah, I know family is is huge for you, and your brother does an amazing job with the Mishawaka Parks. But after the boys' games last year, you would always see your son out there on the floor, and you guys shooting some baskets, and your wife would join you. Talk about that, just the family atmosphere and and how maybe basketball brings you all together. Um, My kids are the most important thing to me. My boys are awesome, um, and that's what – Every single day when we go to to the gym, just like even today, I had my, my oldest son there with me, and he wanted to sit there and watch. Uh, and I try to make it a point to the girls, uh, even right now, and also my boys, that they're a part of all of us. Uh, and th- this is a family culture, and we're trying to be all together. And I love being able to coach and have my kids watch me coach and see me like try to lead another kid besides my own kids. Uh, they don't really get it all that much yet, but then also – they're building relationships also with these young girls, too. Chad Blasco's with us, the head coach, the first-year head coach of the Mishawaka girls basketball team. And, uh, of course, with, with this program right now, you're, you're in essentially, I guess you'd call it rebuilding mode, Chad. So what are, you know, you touched on attitude and effort and that kind of thing, but what are, what are maybe some sort of tone-setting things, I guess, maybe that you're working on, you know, as you sort of try to, to build the identity of this program? Well, one of the main things I keep on reiterating to these girls is being competitive. And I told them, and I'll continue to tell them that uh, some of the things I would watch and just observe as a fan and also as a coach just sitting there watching is there wasn't enough competitiveness out there last year that I, I thought. Um, and I just told them, look, we have to find a different way to change our mindsets and we have to go out there and compete. You can go out there and try, Trying and competing are two different things. And I always tell them that sometimes your mindset that they would talk to me and ask me or tell me, we hope we don't get beat by whatever it is. Like they're already thinking about that. I'm trying to tell them that, hey, everything we're going to do, we're trying to change the mindset. We're trying to change the culture that we're going to go out there and compete and give it our best. Even like right now, leading into our first uh, official game with Marion, we know that they have a lot of talent. They, They have more talent than us, but I'm also trying to drive it home to them that, we're going to go out there and compete as much as we can and give it the heart and the effort and hopefully see what happens from there on. Well, and you've got before that first game that you've got coming up next week at Marion, you've got a scrimmage coming up this Saturday as well. So what what are maybe some things that you're looking for from your team as they get out there and kind of get to compete against somebody else, somebody in a different colored uniform, you know, for the first time. Well, I tell you what, uh, it is what it is. I mean, we're all in the same boat, all these head coaches across the state. 
uh, just having a little bit of time. You're trying to prepare for a lot of things, especially with me being a new coach and with me being with this group of girls. We're sitting here trying to implement a lot of different things that we can have available to us this Saturday when we do scrimmage. Uh, but bottom line, I keep on telling them that day in, day out, on the court, uh, during practice, or even during a game, I want our, our goal should be to leave the, the court and then people walk out saying, those girls, they try really hard. Those girls play hard, hard, hard. We may get beat by 13. We may get beat by 21. But I don't want people questioning that we're not playing hard. You know, Sean, I, I got to ask Coach about dealing with COVID because they came back around July 6th and were able to do some workouts like a lot of the teams. Right. But then we took winter sports away for a little while because we didn't want winter sports to mix with fall sports, and we wanted to make sure that the fall athletes were doing it right. And, Coach, I know that had to have been a challenge for you to say, okay, we can't get in there and work out right now, and especially being a new coach. But to understand that we were doing it safe for those sports must make you feel a little more confident to know that we did it in the fall. And now you, you and your coaches are doing a great job wearing the masks. I saw your son with a mask on today, your managers. And when the kids are out there playing, they know that, that it's important to stay apart when they're supposed to. Oh, absolutely. Um, yes, it was uh, disappointing. And it's also understanding that we're trying to be safe. And uh, cause at one point we had the ball rolling and trying to get them to, see what's ahead of them and see the progress that we're making. And you can see they were a little bit disappointed when we had to stop working out. Um, and I was myself, but just the nature of the beast and us being competitors and being in sports and trying to compete. But we also understand that it's very important, this whole thing that's been going on for months now. Um, and we took it serious and now we are back on the court and we're still taking it serious. And then it's just a positive thing to see all these fall sports being able to su succeed. And as far as in playing their season, which gives us a uh, hope uh, so that therefore we can complete our season as well. Yeah. Some of your kids may not even realize that you were a professional athlete and played D one baseball at Purdue and, and we're, we're on the rise to, to being one of the best in the game, but your love for, for sports actually started in Mishawaka and, and evolved to Mishawaka high school, didn't it? Absolutely. I mean, that's what, I mean, that's my nature. That's who I am. All it is is sports. And especially when I was growing up, even like my little boys right now, I can remember days back in when I'm nine, ten. Who knows when it was? But with my my brother, it's always been sports and being competitive and compete. We, I can remember us playing wiffle ball every single day, playing basketball in the in the kitchen with a waste basket. You name it. I mean, that's just been my nature in my life all all this year. Just uh, <clears throat> sitting there and competing with my brother and being a competitive person, and that's just who I am. Well, and that's, uh, you know, you, you were taught, I heard you say competitive, you, you know, at least probably four times there in, in that answer. And just going back to what you were talking about with, with the team, is it, is it hard for a guy as competitive as you, you know, like when you see people you're coaching who aren't maybe as competitive as you would like them to be? Uh, it is a little bit, but I also try to sit here and try to, once again, change the mindset of these young ladies. Sure. Uh, that's why even in these fall workouts, I try to tell them, look, we have to get a mindset of competing. So even when we're doing conditioning, we have two teams we're competing. We have certain things we're competing. We have shooting drills we're competing. I want them to be used to, like, every single thing we're doing, we're competing. And, yeah, they may not be on my level. There's other people who are more competitive than me. But trying <clears> – <throat> excuse me <clears> – <throat> trying to change their mindset of when we're doing stuff, we're competing. And sure, I, I know it's only sports, 
But as far as when they're with me and when we're in this program, I wanted to try to change that mindset that we're out there competing, knowing that when the game's over, that we don't have any regrets, like we didn't give it enough. You know, we were over there. We broadcast uh, the girls' sectional game at the end of last season over in Michigan City. We saw some freshmen get in that game, and and uh, you know, some of them look pretty good. Is there anyone from that class, or or, or your upperclassmen as well, who have maybe kind of stood out for you so far? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, that's a great question, and uh, it's actually a good problem for me as a head coach because they're day in day out. <laughs> I sit here and I'm like, she's our. She might be our best player. And then all of a sudden, a drill later, she might be our best player, and she might be our best player because, once again, their attitude and their effort has been great, and their coachability has been great. Uh, so, like I said, great question. I mean, it, but as a coach, it's really good that I sit here because it's, sometimes it's easy. Like, hey, these two people are the hardest workers. These two people make all the shots. These two people, those things are easy, but on a consistent basis, day-to-day, they challenge me also as a coach to try to figure out who is my best five, who is my best player. Yeah. And and within this season, you may see different people leading scores. Coach, I know you're trying to build a program. If there's one rule that you want these kids to mm-hmm. hang their hat on, something that they know day in and day out, this is what coach expects uh, from freshman to senior. What would that rule be for you? One of the main things I try to drive home is team come first. We're sitting here trying to have a common goal of winning a trophy. And if we're doing anything that's pulling us away from that, that goal, uh, that's not putting the team first. And I try to also tell them that we want to make our team goals first, then our individual goals second, because those things will come. Because if we have our team goals and we're accomplishing those and we're putting the team first, those will go hand in hand pretty much. But like yeah. I said, team comes first. Yeah, back when you were a pitcher, you, you had that 90-mile-an-hour fastball in your back pocket that you knew you could go to. <laughs> uh, when you're on the bench coaching and there's maybe not as much control – is it, the, is it the aspect that you've put so much time and effort in during practice that, that gives you that control, maybe that peace of mind that you can go out there and, and put those girls out there with confidence? Oh, absolutely. I mean, especially with basketball, one good thing, too, is your, your ability to, to scout other teams. And when you sit there and scout, yes, you can sit there and work on all your strengths as a team itself, but also sitting there, even like right now, I've been watching different films, especially with Marion. Uh, it is what it is. It's just who I am, and that's why I tell the girls – I'm sitting here trying to get a competitive edge over them and seeing what they did. I wasn't a coach last year for the girls program, but me sitting there watching, I know that I'm going to do my best to prepare our girls with our strengths to give us a best chance to win whatever game it is. But also on the, on the other hand, as a coach and my other coaches as well, we're sitting here scouting, trying to create a game plan to give us the best strategy to win. Hey Chad, before we wrap up, a few weeks ago, before a home football game, I saw this group of girls out playing kickball outside Steel Stadium. And was that was that the basket? Was that the girls' basketball team that I saw out there? Absolutely, absolutely. Because uh, usually on Fridays we have a, a fun Friday, so we sit here and work hard for four days doing basketball stuff for two days a week, and then we do some conditioning and get after it and compete and get better and get more condition. And then usually what we do is have a, a fun Friday and even uh, talked about the family. That's when I also bring my boys, my boys who come and play a kickball game or okay. even my assistant coach, Justin Overhoser, he brings his daughters who are six and five as well. And once again, trying to create that family atmosphere, but also even those little things that we're doing is still once again, going back to being competitive, even though we have our little kids there, I'm trying to also tell them that, look, I don't care if we're playing kickball. 
I don't care if we're playing uh, ultimate Frisbee. We're still competing and trying to win, but also we're having fun. You can play hard and compete and have fun. Well, somebody kicked the ball up, you know, over and into the to the grandstand. So somebody was competing pretty hard that day, I would say. So. <laughs> All right. Hey, Chad, thanks for joining us tonight. And, again, you've got good luck with your scrimmage uh, this coming Saturday and uh, good luck with the season. We'll see you out there. We'll be out there for uh, a few games. I think we've, we're, we're, we're working on getting our schedule put together, but I think mid-November we'll probably be out there for our first broadcast. So look forward to seeing you again soon. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Okay, take care. That is Chad Blasco, first-year head coach of the Mishawaka girls basketball team. We'll be back with Dean Hubbard after we take this timeout. We will be joined by cross-country runner Ryan Hoopengarner, who went to semi-state. We'll talk to Ryan coming up next. Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT. Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT, along with... Milwaukee Athletic Director Dean Hubbard. I'm Sean Styers. Our next guest is cross-country runner Ryan Hoopengarner. We'll talk to him in just a second, but also want to be sure and mention the sectional football Friday at Goshen at 7. Of course, we'll have the broadcast here, but uh, something a little bit different in terms of tickets for that game down there at Goshen this Friday. Yeah, a few things going on different for this one. First of all, it's not only the first round of the sectional, which after a bye, we're in the sectional semifinals at Goshen, 7 o'clock kickoff. You can hear that game on 96.1 FM with (laughs) the voices of the Mishawaka Cavemen, but also for tickets for that game, since there's been a spike in Elkhart County, the tickets for Mishawaka fans will be for players, families, and cheerleader families only. So not going to have students there, and we're not going to have community members there. So the cheerleaders and football players, your coaches will be in touch with a code here in the next couple of days, so you can buy those tickets online. Okay, sounds good. So uh, families only for uh, this Friday down at Goshen. Uh, Ryan Hoopengarner, junior with the cross-country team and uh, just wrapped up his season not that long ago after a trip to semi-state. Ryan, congratulations first on the season that uh, that you had. And I'm just curious, a season that, that ends in semi-state, what kind of expectations did you come in personally to this season with? Well, uh, I was hoping to make it to semi-state uh, basically for the at the very least but uh i wasn't i wasn't uh as motivated during sort of like july late july i would say is when we thought that the season wasn't going to happen due to covid but uh, here we are we just finished the season and i was able to make it to semi-state so i am satisfied with the performance and for the season what was what was the summer like for you just in terms of training? Because as you said, there there was obviously some doubt and things like that. What what was what was that like for you? Well, the, a lot of like earlier in the season since track got canceled, so we just started uh, doing miles on our own for cross country earlier on, and uh, that continued from about late March to throughout till June, I'd say. So that's three months of just uh, me getting up and uh, just going on a run or so about every day just by myself. 
Sean, I, I tell you, in my neighborhood, you really feel like you're out of shape because you'll see Ryan run by and he's amazing. And then a half hour later, you might see Anna Rohr run by and she yeah. trains around the area here. But Ryan, I know for yourself, it, it must have taken a lot of discipline to do that on your own. And Coach Cove was giving you guys some plans, but it was up to you guys to put the miles in. And we had a couple of girls this year and Sarah Bashara and Jada Rogers who did an amazing job as well. And, and the boys and girls really do kind of push each other. That team culture does win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I, there, it was, I, I can imagine for everyone else, it was pretty, probably pretty hard just uh get up and do a run when you could just stay inside and not go on a run, you know. And to think about some of those girls and, and guys, the younger guys and girls, uh, it's promising for the future to see the girls team make it all the way to semi-state as a team. And I know you're trying to push some of your younger guys to get better to say, hey, this isn't just for this year. This is for the future. Yeah, for sure. I want to I think that's yeah, definitely achievable if, as long as the team improves, which I believe we'll, we're going to improve. Ryan, we, we've heard from a lot of the other sports just about how the level of competition really increased this year going to the Northern Lakes Conference. How, how did you find that competition you know, against those schools, just you know, compared to, to maybe what you've had the last couple of years? Yeah, I would say it is it's difficult because the runners that I compete with, they are they're they are similar are they're on a pretty high level, I would say. And uh, the same thing is most of them or a surprising amount of the runners that are up there are not actually seniors. So they're so next year we'll probably expect to run against them again. So yeah, but at least I'll know what to expect in terms of competition for next season. Did, did, did you have a favorite course you ran on this year? Is there one that you uh, particularly like better than the others? Uh, I've just got to say the the New Prairie Invite course is really crazy. <laughs> I was going to say, that's the way. As soon as I asked that question, I, I remember hearing horror stories about New Prairie. It, that's a pretty challenging one, I think, right? Yeah, because there's just this – just in the middle of the course, there's just this giant lift you have to run up, and it's – it's really high, and it, that's where that's where you have to take advantage. I'd say because like that's where some people would slow down. Yeah, what's the name of that hill? Agony Hill. Agony <laughs> Hill. That doesn't sound <laughs> like fun at all. There, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Especially if it gets a little rain in the morning, you just see people just uh, slopping and falling and going through it. It's it's a tough place. Uh, talk about your family a little bit, Ryan. I know your mom and dad, uh, both athletes and and love sports and. Uh, you know, whether it's baseball, basketball, I'm sure your family has some pretty good games, huh? Yeah, and uh, yeah, my uh, mom's side of the family, we have uh, two two uh, people in the high school hall of fame for football and quarterbacks on the team. And just think about what it means for you to represent Mishawaka. I know uh, it was a lot of pride for you to be able to go out there in semi-state and, and to put that uniform on. But uh, to have a season this year was one thing. But to represent Mishawaka, I know for you, is something special. Yeah, it is. Because, you know, when you, I, I had to be a leader this year since, you know, the seniors. I had uh, Casey, the senior last year, he had moved on to college. So I had to step up to be a leader. And uh, with that responsibility, you also have to have pride in your school and represent your school. 
Ryan, I know your older brother, Nick, played basketball and baseball. Do you, do you play other sports at Mishawaka? Uh, no, I don't. I just do strictly cross-country and track. So the focus now is the track season in next spring. What what uh, what events will you be running in in the spring? Uh, I will. Or what's be, the plan? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll I'll try to do the the two mile run as as well as the four by eight relay, the four by four relay, and maybe if I if he puts me down for the mile, then I'll I'll do that as well. Okay, sounds good, Ryan. Uh, we appreciate you joining us once again. And again, Ryan advanced to semi-state with the Mishawaka cross-country team, a junior, so another season to go, plus that track season as well. Ryan, congratulations on a great season, and uh, we will talk to you again, I'm sure, in the future. All right, thank you. Caveman Corner on Sports Radio 96.1 WSBT is brought to you by Monterey Mexican Grill, open seven days a week. With daily specials including breakfast, you can visit MontereyMexican.com, Midland Engineering Company, Food Bank of Northern Indiana, Industrial Door of Northern Indiana, Kevin Putz with First Midwest Mortgage, Kurt Outdoor Living, Mishawaka Barnaby's, Mishawaka Education Foundation, and Remax 100. Call 255-5858. Dean Huppert, I will talk to you one week from today. Yeah, that sounds good. And just a reminder, that game Friday night for the Northern Lakes Conference Championship, we want to get a share of that. You can That's right. It. Yep, you can watch it on the Mishawaka Network and listen to you guys on uh, 96.1. Okay, sounds great. And, of course, that is a 7 o'clock kickoff at Goshen, and it is a two-for-one, both a sectional game and also counts as a conference game since they didn't get to play during the season. For Jerry Janowski, our studio engineer, for Dean Hubbard, I'm Sean Styers. We'll talk to you next week on Caveman Corner. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 